0: Lower Buddy Josh Neighbors here, at Locked On Nationals podcast. Joining us tonight is Max Raymond from District on Deck. We are talking about the Nationals' last two games against the Colorado Rockies. They lost them both. There are things to take that are positive and negative from those games, and also a conversation about the YouTube broadcast that we saw today. That's coming up and more on the show. You are Locked On Nationals. Daily Washington Nationals podcast,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here, at Locked On Nationals podcast. Joining us it is Max Raymond from District On Deck. Max, always a pleasure. We'll keep this quick because I know, just like uh, myself, you are patiently awaiting the start of Game 2 of the Capitals and Panthers series.
1: Yeah, well, first off, thanks for having me back, man. And, yeah, um, I'm shocked because I don't think anyone really expected the Caps to win Game 1, and uh, we're playing with house money at this point. So, like, yeah, I'm very excited for tonight. Good things took a turn. I thought they were getting their ass kicked in that game. Things mm. took a turn,
0: uh, but, but the, you know, they're up 1-0. It's good to see they got home ice back. We're talking Nationals today. So they lose the last two games of the series. We'll talk about that in a second. You know, I think the upshot is look, they've played six games on the road against two teams that are, you know, they're both above 500 and both pretty good Mm -hmm. home teams. They're actually, and the Nats are 500, right? They're three and three in those games. So, you know, all things considered, not bad, not bad. I, I think most teams would take this so far. The one thing we have to talk about today was the YouTube broadcast. So this is the second time this year, I think it's just the second time this year, the Nationals. Have been on a broadcast that is not uh, a standard baseball. one. so, that by that I mean standard, I mean ESPN or local television, right? They had mm-hmm. the Apple TV game against is- the Mets. Uh, yeah, two of the Apple TV games. It was, the second one was the, 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 the Giants on Friday night. And then they have had the YouTube game, which was actually their first YouTube game of the year. So, a couple things. They, they've they had some bad luck because they were the first Apple TV game and there were some problems with that broadcast, but I'll actually yeah. excuse that because it's their first time. This might be YouTube's first broadcast of the year, but it was not a good one. I tweeted this wow. out. The screen was tinted dark. Uh, did you get the green specs green on your purple. screen? And then Mine sometimes would cut out. Yep. Right. I would lose uh, audio feed as well. And Scott Braun is somebody I actually you know, know. He went to the same broadcasting camp that I went to. I thought he and Yonder Alonso were really good as a commentary team. I think they are good when I watch those games. But this can't happen. You've been doing this already for a while. First game of the year, I had YouTube even tweet at me. I I tweeted about this to ask other people about it. YouTube tweeted at me and said they're going to look into it. Hey, it's not – it's it, guys, it's your broadcast group. You've been doing this for a while. This isn't some, like, my YouTube videos are showing up black. I can't watch my, you know, David Dobrik. No, these are live broadcast issues. But this should have been ironed out. This can't happen in your first game, Max.
1: Absolutely not. One of the fan side writers I work with, we're in a group chat together, and he lives in Colorado, and he's a Rockies fan. he messaged us, and he goes, "Um, I can test. It's actually a sunny, gorgeous day in Denver, but I've been asked by several people if it's dark and cloudy. Going to show like how mm. bad the uh, visual quality of the broadcast was. That's crazy
0: too to think. And mean, you know, like, and I, I texted a group chat of my own and I said, Hey, can can anybody else check the Nats game? Like, that's why I tweeted it out too. I said, Hey, let mm. me know. Is it is it just my end? And it wasn't that was, you know, I, I turned it on uh, after the game and started a little bit, finishing up some work, but like it got worse from there. Yeah, uh, you know, we appreciate MLB trying to get into these new broadcast spaces, right? This is where the game is headed. Especially, I love YouTube doing these games. You know why? They're free. More people, more eyes on more teams for no cost, except your internet or your LTE or whatever it is you watch on. I think that's something that we're all pro, we're all for. I'm not some old head here being like, give me my linear cable, give it, you know, I want my mess and every single day. no. You know what? I, I don't think we can at all be upset with free baseball, more visibility, especially for some folks who are out of market and might not want to pay for watching their team. You know, if you're a Nats fan, like you mentioned, to Colorado or whatever, right? Uh, I mean, Nats fans are everywhere. Guys, people in the UK as well have, have hit me up mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's great. Get the damn broadcast right. You've had months to wait for it. This, like, I don't want to hear any, there's, there's actually no excuse for this low broadcast quality day when you had months since your last game. It's like we're doing back-to-backs here.
1: And then that's were on YouTube a few times last year, and I actually enjoyed the broadcast. I don't remember <laughs> having any problems. So I don't know what to say. It was not fun for that. like, And usually – if you have problems, you get them ironed out. It got worse as the game went on. Yes. More, it would cut out more purple, more green. I was We're just black. like, my, my, <laughs> TV's, my TV's having a seizure. Like a few times right. day, I was looking at me, I'm like, yo, dad, that's not us. Like, that's dab.
0: Right. Well, I would, because I tried it on my computer screen as I see you right now, on the same screen as this, mm-hmm. which can be dark sometimes. So I said, all right, let me go to TV. And I jacked the brightness up, but it, it still looked like a cloudy wow. day, like you all had mentioned. So YouTube, clean it up. All right, clean it up. That's all we're saying. All right, Max, quick word from our sponsors. Let's talk about them. We'll talk about the Nationals, their back-to-back losses, which we're, we're not super angry about, but I've got some thoughts. Today's show is brought to you by Blue Nile. Guys, Mother's Day coming up here. We're up against the clock. Go to BlueNile.com to get her a beautiful beautiful piece of fine jewelry, tennis bracelet, uh, ring, necklace, white for wife, grandmother, mother, mother-in-law, whoever it is. You guys can find it at BlueNile and BlueNile.com right now. Locked on listeners get $50 off a, one, a $500 purchase. Excuse me. It's a podcast exclusive. You use the promo code LOCKEDON, L O C K E D O N, locked on, to receive $50 off a $500 purchase today at BlueNile.com. All right, Max. So let's start with today. We'll work backwards. A 9 7 loss for the Nationals, who are now 9 and 18, but they're 6 and 7 away. So actually, been around 500. And, and, you know, the fact they played at Coors Field, it's a tough place to win. Um, so you and I last talked about Alcides Escobar versus Luis uh, versus Gar- Luis Garcia. And so I think the one thing that Luis Garcia uh, did not have, that Alcides had kind of the veteran presence plus the defense. Well, today and yesterday, the defense – Not really a notch in Alcides Escobar's belt, has it been? No, not at all.
1: Um, Three errors in 24 hours. We'll talk about it later. But he single-handedly cost the Nats the game last night um, with two. And then today he had one. And who knows what happens. So you get the Nats. I believe there was was a runner on second or third, right? And it's hit to the shortstop. Alcides Escobar. Can't make play at first everyone's safe next guy hits a three-run homer should have been a routine play guide out should have guy uh at the plate should have been out first should have been runner on third and then who knows because the next guy that comes up the bat you're pitching him differently with runner on third compared to the runners on the corners and you may or may not pitch to him you may or may not go in and out that you have no idea you don't know if that homer's gonna happen. And even if the homer does happen, that's one run less run that scores. But that whole at bat goes differently. That inning goes differently. But I'll see his escort cannot make the play. Again, he are I saw a Jesse Doty stat about how he's the only player with um OPS at a certain level and like five or six errors in baseball. And it's just you just can't have that.
0: I agree. And and so that that's why, you know. It goes to our conversation of you don't want to put too much pressure on a guy, but I I think last week when you and I talked, we were under the assumption that Alcides Escobar would not be kicking the ball around the infield and cost the Nationals games. Now look like I I don't you know costing them games like it, once that starts going, that's when I say okay bring up the guy right because the whole point is you want you want to. You, you're trying this year, you're trying to facilitate a winning culture, right? You're trying mm-hmm. to see which guys can help you facilitate and grow the winning culture or which guys could be flipped into prospects to help you, you know, potentially build a winning culture down the line, right? You know, maybe a Mike Helfranco is a guy that you could go either way. Hey, is this a guy who's worth signing for cheap down the line if he keeps playing this way? Is this guy worth turning into something else if a team has a need? That's what we're talking about here if you're kicking the ball around and you're not hitting, you know, uh, well, he's a pretty slim guy, but if you're, you know, I, I, I actually, he's definitely hitting his weight, but if you're hitting, you know, below 200, I mean, maybe it is worth that talk that we just had last week once again, right? The OPS low, uh, the errors high. Do you think that might be a conversation worth revisiting like we had last week? Or do you think, Hey, Let's still hold the brakes just for Luis Garcia's development sake.
1: Um, they're gonna hold the brakes for development, but what they're also doing, which they're never going to admit to, is they're manipulating his service time. If he's held down <laughs> for a few more weeks this year, doesn't count. Um, even though he, his time technically already started, but because he got sent back to the minors, it paused. I believe that's how it works. So they're manipulating this year; they have an extra year of Garcia, so they can have five years instead of four, and that's what they're doing. He'll probably be up at so i believe he has to wait like the rest of this month and then he'll be good um so don't be surprised if you see him in june which is after when the service time manipulation is over i hate it everyone hates it but there's nothing you can do the rules for the cba to fix it don't kick in until next year um and i don't even know if they fix it that much so that is one thing that they're working on is i've been seeing it Pete fans talk about it in the rules and everything. I'm like, that makes way too much sense. I can't believe they're doing it, but at the same time, it does not shock me. And speaking of Luis Garcia, the Red Wings are currently playing and he has a homer and a triple.
0: Cycle. Wow. We, we Michael yeah. I mean, he's got the two hardest parts down. Uh-huh. Wow. He's a cycle and- See, this is, this is why if he keeps playing, this Max, you know, you and I were, I felt like last week you and I were in lockstep, right? Like, you and I were like, uh-huh. okay, let's wait. But like, Today, maybe on both ends, might be one of those things like, man, were we right? We're, like the fifth I'm the inning. I'm not sure if we were right. And 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 that's okay. I mean, I think, you know, once again, the service time manipulation, I, great point.
1: I think we were right because everything we said was true. Like right, he needs to work on his defense. You're not trying to rush him, you're not trying to stint his development for the rest of the year. The Nats aren't competing for anything, so it's not worth risking his defense, but at the same time, you don't want to watch a guy out there cause commit errors that single-annually cost the team a game, and I get that. Um, there's other options besides Escobar and calling up Garcia. D-Strange uh, Gordon's back. He didn't look awful. You could always put him at shortstop. And you Did could not look Escobar
0: awful, the, which is like – That's it's kind of what the Nats – that's their standard of the Nats. Didn't Escobar look awful. Escobar back
1: on the bench. I'd rather have right. Garcia. Another option, um, just play with eight players. <laughs> just do the just do a shift. Just yep, t- permit shift. Pull a, in one in the outfield shift, right? You yeah. put uh Soto in the middle of the outfield. You put Thomas and Robles, your two fastest guys in the outfield and you just let them roll. Um
0: also, so you know, we're crushing Luis uh, we're crushing Cesar Escobar, but one guy who's on the hook for the, for today's two run loss is Juan Soto, right? Um the pickoff at third in my opinion, Max, pretty inexcusable, right? It was terrible. And I think I I think this is one of those moments where, you know, he, he might be a $450 million player. He's also a kid. He's also, you know, a few years younger than both of us too. Right. Mm -hmm. That was a, (laughs) that was a, I'm kind of pressing in a way, getting, you know, not, just not totally locked in, right. Not all the way around focused on the job and the task at hand because you take away the error you take away the pickoff, right? Tie ball game. The right? very this next guy,
1: like, Yadio hit uh, had a base hit right after the pickoff. He would have scored. And 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 you know, especially a great point there with Yadiel, right? A guy who has been
0: money at the plate Red so hot. far this year. Red mm-hmm. hot. He's just been hitting everything his way. I love how aggressive he is. Even the at-bats where it doesn't work out for him, I love how aggressive he is. He's the one guy in the offense besides Josh Bell. Just Trying to make shit happen.
1: Yeah, I know. I love that. single like, that. they kept the offense going today. I mean, granted, other guys finally showed up, but those two for the Giants series and now this. Like, they were the two main contributors for why they beat the Giants.
0: Some team is going to call the Nats needing just, like, being like, we see Yadiel in our seven hole. We'll give you guys this guy because
1: he'll help us win, right?
0: I, I think that's coming for I mean, you
1: Nats. know. Nats Twitter is so torn on Yadiel. Half of them want to trade him for prospects. And the other half keep pointing out, but he has four to five years of team control. He's 34. That's, that's he's my question for you. When does team so control bad. not matter at what age? Because well, I agree. I think
0: that's an asset on the trade end, right? It's it's an asset because, hey, that team gets to bring him back next year mm-hmm. and can be a nice bat in the bottom of their line. Because we saw it last year. Like Even if he's not hitting for average, he, he can be a threat, right? This is a guy that, like, okay, if there's somebody on third, there's an out, he'll probably hit a fly ball to the outfield. You know, he'll, he'll probably drive in the run in some way, shape, or form. The guy also does have a bit of power.
1: That I, I think Cubs, he's a great yeah, asset. That Cubs game last year where I forgot what's his face on the Cubs, where he and Yadio combined for five homers, and they just took turns hitting bomb after bomb after bomb. Yeah, uh, I was at that game. That was the walk-off game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he and Yadio were just going back and forth, just hitting who moonshots. Who was it? It was a I guy I, like, guy. never heard of. It with, like, right, oh. some
0: random dude. In the, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was like, these two. The, yeah, I, was, I was actually at that game. It's a good, it's a good point to make. Um, let's talk. So the offense was pretty good, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, at Coors Field, you kind of, uh, you kind of expect yeah, that. Yeah, it gets boosted. You know, it, it gets boosted. Um, good news is every guy in the National lineup got a to hit today. I'm not sure how many times we, we've said that <laughs> during the course of the season. So let's talk about Corbin yesterday. Oh my like God, so. a weird, complete game, right? So he gives the, the three earned runs, two unearned. Thank you, uh, you know, LCD's Escobar, right? And, and and then we turn our attention, you know, it really really just towards him now, uh, you know, after that. But, like, this is back-to-back decent starts. Now, is it anywhere near what he needs to be? No. Is it progress, right? Like the fact that you, I'm like, hey, Max, what do you think of a 30, $25 million player having decent back-to-back starts? Isn't that great? The fact that we're having this conversation is bad, but at the same time, the results, they are somewhat encouraging.
1: So it's funny. Um, when I went to message you today about the game, I saw that my very last message from you was from Patrick Corbin's last start over a week ago, and it was the same exact thing. Where you and I were talking about how Aussies as far as defense cost Patrick Corbin multiple <laughs> runs, and the same thing happened again last night. It was like clockwork. Uh, it's
0: it's it, consistency, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Corbin pitches and uh, what, and Yadiel gives him gives him the job. No, I will say the last wow, two losses man. for Patrick, right? Six Not innings, well. four hits, three runs, two earned, two walks, eight Ks against the Marlins. A little bit lighter on the K side, but look. We've been clamoring all year for starters to give length. What did he do last night? Now I know there was no ninth innings and I'm not sure if he would have come out for the ninth, but like, you know, if there was a ninth, they probably would not have, but still the guy gave him length. And also three earned runs over the course of eight innings. That should keep your team competitive, right? That's, that's a good start. Now, once again, we, we, you know, I have to reiterate, this guy's getting paid a lot of money, but with context, he has really struggled i mean it's it's been a absolute struggle but last night was vintage patrick corbin a lot of hits but limited the damage in terms of you know should have limited it more because of the errors once again but it in terms of the actual yet. right in terms of the actual damage like nobody can be frustrated with what he did last night yeah. correct
1: no, not at all. The only people who are frustrated are the people that didn't watch the game and only looked at the box score, and like, wow, Corbin got a loss. Wow, Corbin gave up runs. No, Altidius Escobar turned what should have been an inning-ending double play into five runs and single-handedly <laughs> cost him the game. Like that was – and he even said it after the game. He knew it was his fault. There was no one else to blame last night. He was the only one that made that play. And because of that, the second ball that's hit in the gap Victor Robles saw what happened and he tries to play here ball and he misses, which is not his fault because he feels pressured because he sees what Corbin's going through. And he sees the defense not showing up and already having three errors. And he felt pressure the dive when he maybe would have played it on a hop and he missed and two more runs scored.
0: And, and look like, so I, do you remember the, the pirates game where Corbin pitched and the Nats tweeted out, like he's kept us in the game or he gave us a chance to win. I forget what yeah. it was. We've made fun of that, but like, you know, all kidding aside, last night was like was. Knock the mic away. Last night was that. You know, Patrick Orr makes me so demonstrative. Of knocking the mic away, but that last night was that, right? Like you're on the road in a place where runs are just silly, right? It's silly season with runs in in at Coors Field, and he gave you a chance to win the game. That's you know, and pitch a complete game while doing it. Like that's that is a twenty four million dollar performance at Coors Field, right? That's that's the, in my opinion, he actually pitched to his worth last night. Like that was now the problem is it's been rare, but he he did that.
1: Two starts in a row that were very promising. Um something else that he did. Uh entering today the Nats are the Nats Bullpen is eighth in innings pitched with a hundred and two. Uh 102 and two thirds. He single annually gave the Nats Bullpen a very much needed night off last night.
0: The off the unscheduled uh well, mm-hmm. you know. The unscheduled off off day, day. right? Let's just call it like that. All right, quick word from our sponsors. Then we'll look at the the series coming up for the Nationals. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. One scoop into cold water every single morning. Your attention to detail will improve. Your gut health will improve. And there's no extra crap in there. It's good for keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, Athletic Greens has you covered to make it easy. Athletic Greens is giving you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin D. My dog came over. He heard Athletic Greens. He said, Yes. Yes. Let the people know. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. That's athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance one free year supply of immune support and vitamin D and five free travel packs of athletic greens. Once again, athleticgreens.com slash MLB network today. Also today's show brought to you by bet online, betonline.net NHL playoffs. We'll bet the over on goals tonight for nationals, nationals for capitals and Panthers. You want to bet on Pittsburgh. They hated Penguins. To be, well, I, I hate both the Penguins and the Rangers, actually, so I don't really care who wins that series. I hope nobody wins that series. <laughs> if you want to bet on nobody winning the series, they might not give you odds, but you can bet on either one of those teams over at BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. F1 in Miami this week, NASCAR, wherever they are, uh, boxing, UFC, uh, pay-per-view this week for UFC. You can bet on all of it. Best odds, best place to go, Bet online and betonline.net today. All right, Max, national series coming up now, the end of the road trip, and they get to go to Anaheim to play the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Real it's quick. so hot. Just with Yeah, <laughs> Hey, look, for, I, I watched, I, I, I caught a little bit of it today, the highlights of it. I mean, holy hell, show Shohanitani, yeah. man. He was on fire today. But, um, uh, you know, I, I think it's, I think I love these series. I love the fact that we have more interleague now. Great opportunity to see a team in the Nats. Don't get to see that often.
1: Yeah, um, I wish it was at home. I would love to see Anthony Rendon get a standing ovation. I would oh, love to be able to go see Otani and Mike Trout in pr- person. I've seen Mike Trout play in person once at the All-Star Game in D.C. I've yet to see any of these other like big-name guys because, you know, with the West Coast AL teams, like barely come in to D.C. Um, so it would have been awesome to see him. But i love to watch him on TV. Thank God Otani pitched today and we don't have to deal with that. Like, Graham, we still right. have to deal with his bat and he's going to burn us. But Thank God he's not going to pitch against us.
0: It's pretty lucky. Isn't it? I mean, he he looks great and um, what an ambassador for the game. What a, I love watching him, man. It's absolutely joy. We'll, we'll see him in the lineup, though. It's always nice. And look, mm-hmm. I, I, I wish they, um, I am totally for um, less, less. Division games and more inner league. I I I can't express to you like look. Do I love the division rivalries and how and how you know hotly contested it is that we are at the end of the year? Sure, I'm sure you love it too. I'm sure a lot of the fans out there love it too. But like I would trade four games the Mets for three with the Angels. You know, for the Angels, or I would trade you know an extra three with. I, I think a lot of us would trade three with the Marlins. <laughs> For games elsewhere, right? I'd rather see the Nationals go and play somebody, you know, Seattle and Seattle. Uh, um, you know, go go play. You know, pick the White Sox, out. the White Sox at guaranteed rate in the middle of the summer. You know, maybe the excuse to go take a trip to Chicago during the summertime. Hell yeah! I think we'd all be for that. So, can we shave three games off each divisional team that we play and 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 toss me three in Texas? Three, you know, I love Nats fans love to see three in Houston, right? I mean, how much we love to see those guys, you no know, chance to run everybody on Twitter, no matter what happens Nats, in those games. More
1: Nats, Orioles,
0: right? Or Nats, hey, hey, play play the Orioles, hell, you know, seven that would yeah, be right?
1: fun. You know, for us yeah. people who live by the Beltway, you get it's just like your backyard close game, right? And those are always, I mean, I
0: love those games. Mm-hmm. I've been, so, I'm sure, you've been so to some of those. Fun. They're always yeah. so much fun to go to. Great atmosphere, always a buzz at those games. Just. And, and and once again, real, two really good sports cities, you know that have a good understanding of each other too. So, um, you know, I think the big message here is I'm not even talk about it in terms of plays. Just enjoy these series, right? Just enjoy yeah. the Nationals are playing Anaheim. Doesn't happen very often, right? Nats versus Mike Trout. Yeah, I
1: mean, who want, who doesn't want to watch a tr- uh, Trout, Otani, Rendon? I mean, I'm looking it up right now. They don't have as of now on ESPN. They don't have a pitcher for tomorrow. Uh, yes, Noah, Sin- Noah Syndergaard is scheduled after us, thankfully, because we don't have the best of luck He's been him.
0: awesome so far this mm-hmm. year, too.
1: Good for him. He hasn't pitched since 19, so I'm glad to see a healthy Syndergaard. Uh, Laurent- Lorenzen and Sandoval, who's been solid, are both scheduled to pitch against uh, Yonadon, Josiah Gray, and Fetty. I will- That's the game I'm looking forward to the most, watching Josiah Gray face off against some of the best hitters in baseball. He's You've touted him as the future of the NAS rotation time to give him one of the biggest challenges there is so i'd love to see how he does against this
0: and each star for him is must see tv i mean Mm -hmm. if you're a nats fan it's must see because this guy is learning on the job and learning in some impressive ways and every mistake from him is not a negative it feels like a lesson that's kind of where i'm at max i'm not sure do you agree on that point no i do like the guy is it feels like he's learning not failing
1: I mean, a year ago, you and I were saying the big thing he needed to work on was the secondary pitches, right? His secondary pitches are so crisp this year. His slider and his curveball, he's mixing them well. They're complementing his mid 90s fastball. And when, um, in the last year, whenever he would give up uh, that early run or early base runner, it would just snowball. Nowadays, Josiah right. Gay is pitching out of jams. He's helping himself out 10 strikeouts against the Giants. Like, how are you? Like, that's awesome. He's looking great and he's not hanging his head. He's not, losing confidence and he's living for the challenge which uh they haven't had since you know Strasburg and scherzer and corbin in their primes and stuff like that and it brings a breath of fresh air to a baseball team that's in the middle of a rebuild
0: and you saw him today he did the interview in the middle of the game Mm -hmm. i mean i love the way this kid carries himself there is a not an arrogance but a confidence of where he's come from and i think it's an earned one it's not a long time in the league right He's still learning lessons, and sometimes it's through small failures. I, I, I would call them small failures that are big mm-hmm. lessons, I guess, the way I'd put it, pitch it. I love the demeanor. I, I think this is a guy that I, I – th- this has to be a player they have to th- – like I want more guys to adopt his attitude and his approach.
1: I think the worst part about that uh, interview was the fact that the Nats had long at-bats and innings, and the Josiah Gray interview happened to be the one inning where they just were like mowed down. I was like, that's so unfortunate. <laughs> I wanted to hear right, more from right. him. I wanted to get five, six, seven guys up just to the plate. It was just bam. I was like, oh. And he didn't even realize they were done. He was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, because he wanted to talk. He wanted to keep going. Mm-hmm. He,
0: wanted to, he, he, he likes to he share. Saw Freeland gone, had saw like,
1: Kyle Freeland had triple the amount of speaking time that he did. Vinny Castilla had triple the amount of speaking time that he did. And Josiah Gray barely got to say hi and answer like two questions.
0: Still, so if you guys haven't seen much of him talk, you guys can find other interviews with him too. He just he projecting wise, like you know, he gets it. The kid, mm-hmm. the kid just he's a kid, but he gets it.
1: He gets it. He's, he's acting saying. older than 23 or 24, yeah. however old is. He's but he has the confidence him. of a
0: young of yeah. a of a young gun, which I love to see. Mm-hmm. All right, Max, always love talking to you, man. Where can people find you and your work and all of its variety?
1: Check us out, just on deck on Twitter, talk about the Nats, check me out on Twitter, Max and Raymond, talk about DC sports, talk about uh how the Capitals are playing out of their mind right now. And once again, man, thanks for having me back.
0: C-A-P-S, caps, caps, caps. Let's go. All right, you guys can find me on Twitter at Josh Neighbors, underscore, find the show, at L O Nationals wherever you guys get your podcasts, and on YouTube as well. Max, we'll talk to you soon.